tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, 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 we go deep, homeboy. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Yes, back in the saddle, back in the truth chamber. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. Thanks for tuning in to Tinfoil Hat. Uh, join me, as always, my partner in crime, XG, Xavier Guerrero. What's up? How are you, bud? You're good. Hanging now, out. Now, are you introducing yourself to people more as uh, Xavier or as XG now? XG. Yeah. Wow. It all works out for a reason, Sam wins. Dude. Sam wins. Yeah, Sam <laughs> wins again, guys. Uh, what a wonderful time to get be alive. Uh, if you're into the truth community, if you're into mm-hmm. finding out what's going you if you love history, you love uh, the unreported history, you love spiritual skepticism, dude, it's a wonderful time to be alive. I was just telling these guys out there, uh, August, August could change the way we see history. It's that crazy what's going on. I'm telling you, uh, there could be a day where we, uh, in August, where one day is like September 10th and the next day is like September 11th. And I'm not even kidding. It's going to be crazy. It Dude, is crazy. The billboard, that shit blew my mind. Yeah, with the uh, uh, pedal wood and yeah, all that. Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. Dude, there's <laughs> so much stuff going on. There's so much truth out there that I, I, I have to pick how I put it out. Because it's so much and people are getting so upset at what I'm saying. Even though on this show, we're bad in a thousand. I mean, we're bad in a thousand. I mean, like, we could argue about the uh, Q being real or not. Or we could argue about Donald Trump, white hat, black hat. I think I've been pretty cool on that. I, I question everything all leaders do. Okay? But what I've told you is going on, what we've told you is going on, has all played out. So I tell you that there's this video of Hillary out there doing dark shit that made a NYPD chief cry when he saw it. And that man is dead now from suicide three weeks before he retires. And you want to tell me I'm crazy? Go for it. I'm just telling you, we have to take our time and put this info out, man. And don't go looking for it. Do, uh, dude, do what, not go looking for it. Don't go looking for this thing. Because one, if you find it and you see it, it's supposedly so traumatizing, it, it affects you. It destroys you. Okay. And second of all, they could hit you with some CP uh, charges. So don't go looking for it. It will come out. There will, it will come out, man. And it will be sometime in August. That's what I'm hearing. And uh, it will change the world, man. We will live in a different time. Uh, as we, but as you know, this show is all about a celebration of life and, um, and trying to have a, have, a, have a laugh while we do it. So uh, we are going to be coming to your town, and we're going to be having some good times. Uh, we got a lot of shows coming up this Saturday. No, this Friday. This Friday, yep. This Friday, it is. Uh, we are live at Harlow's in Sacramento. That's right, man. More Conspiracy Cowbell. That's what we're looking for. Harlow's, August 2nd. It is a 7 p.m. show. If this show packs out, we'll add a second show. Grab your tickets now. We have been packing out. Regardless of what some clubs are telling us, we know we're packing it out, okay? (laughs) So go to harlows.com, I believe, or Google Harlow's Nightclub, Sacramento. Come out, rock. Myself, Eddie Bravo, my man XG, and we have uh, Tiger's going to stop by. So it's going to be a packed show. Uh, The following week, we are in Indianapolis and St. Louis, okay? We have a late-night Indianapolis show. Uh, And then the next night, we're in St. Louis, we're uh, at both our Heliums, Heliums in Indiana, Heliums in St. Louis. Uh, that is going to rock. So go grab your tickets now. You go to samtriplee.com. All of those, uh, yep, that is the... Uh, the 420 is, show, so that's be careful a 420 on that. Show. 420 it's show. It's a 420 show. So smoke up and come get weird, man. 
And then the following show, we're going to pitch one more, and that is uh, Barstow. I'm, yeah, Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Yes, breaking Bakersfield, everybody. Tim Full Hat will be live at Brooklyn's in Bakersfield. That's August 17th. Myself, Eddie Bravo, XG in the place to be. So we're going to be going hard in the paint on that, guys. Uh, a lot of you guys keep asking how you can support the show. The Patreon is rocking. Conspiracy's now rocking. Um all the, I just do audio. I do everything. A lot of things are starting to cook with gas. So come and enjoy. I'm telling you, it's high end, high end conspiracy talk. And it's very, a lot of you guys think these shows aren't long enough. Go to conspiracies now. I'm putting almost two to three hours of content on there every week. That's doubling up from what you get in the feed. So come support the show, man. That's only five bucks. Uh, t shirts are going. This t shirt here, Woke Boys. That should be available. I hope it's on there. We'll see. And then uh, we have a whole bunch more we're putting in, man. I'm coming up with design after design, trying to make one for every every stop we make so you guys have a wide range of T-shirts. Go to tinfoilhattshirts.com, and you can grab those T-shirts right there. Uh, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at BetDSI. I'm making money. I'm betting on UFCs. I'm betting on uh, uh, NFL starting up. I'm putting all my money on Oakland Raiders winning it all. And I'm not just talking Super Bowl. I'm talking the NBA Finals. I'm talking about the World Series and figure skating. Competitive <laughs> combat figure skating. That's what I'm talking about. The, the, the Oakland Raiders will win all of that, dude. And you go bet, make bets on that. They are starting to work on our conspiracy bets. We are getting that going. I don't know how long it will take, but we are trying to get the ball rolling. We're in early discussions, but they seem interesting. I'm going to make that happen. Go to BetTheSI, use the promo code HAT100, and they will match anything that you put up there, okay? Anything you put up there, up to $500, they will double. It's fun. Sports are fun when you make I mean, I know sports are rigged. This makes it way more fun. This makes it way more fun. It's going to be great basketball, great baseball, great football. Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals probably aren't going to do jack shit. So it should be a good, good, (laughs) good summer of baseball. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to somebody who uh, I saw. And then we'll bring in our guest. I was shooting something with Eddie Pepitone for ATC called Comics Without Cars Getting Soda, okay? It's a fun <laughs> show. We were driving on our scooters, and this car pulls up in this shady gray show- car, and this guy goes, Triple E! And I'm like, what? On a scooter? And, and I'm 46, so anytime I take my eyes off the prize, there's a good chance I could die on a scooter. But I stopped, and this guy's like, what's up, dude? I'm listening to Tinfoil Hat right now. I want to say, dude, thank you for listening. Thanks for the shout-out. I would have stopped and talked to you, but we were shooting something. You had a shady car. You look like uh, you have a shaved white head. You know, I'm not making any things on that. You'd look like you might cook meth at some point, but that's not the point. You love cons- Tinfoil Hat, and I appreciate it. I wanted to give you a shout-out. So that's it. You're pretty brave for getting on those electric so shit I, after I, last accident. I hit my yeah. face, and then they're like, hey, you want to do this thing with Eddie Pepitone? I'm like, I'll do anything for Eddie Pepitone. I'll run through a brick wall for Eddie Pepitone, okay? He's like, I show up, they got three scooters <laughs> right there. That is my Vietnam. You know, my, it was like... PTSD. Yeah, dude. That's my Vietnam. I, every time I see a scooter, I hear helicopters, gunfire, <laughs> children crying. It's, it's weird. Guys, today's episode is... Uh, a really interesting episode. It's one of the sh- these episodes that you get on. You only get here at Tinfoil Hat or these type shows. I love this. This is what it's all about, man. This is some punk rock shit going on here, okay? And this is what I love to hear. I love talking about this stuff. The world is so much more interesting than anyone even understands. All these sheep, all these people who think everything is what they were told could n- are so far off. My, my view is imagine every, every movie ever made going on at the same time. Rem- imagine every video game ever made going on at the same time. That's the world we live in. And this is very interesting, man. Uh, he's got a wonderful YouTube channel called Christian Whistleblowers on YouTube. Uh, he's here to talk about God and possession. Please welcome Jeffrey Daughtry, everybody. How are you, boss? Sam, I am doing great. XG, great to see you. You know, it's an honor 
It's a privilege to be here, but I can't help feeling a little guilty. I look at your past guest list. You got Alex Jones, you got David Icke, you got Eddie Bravo. Today you're stuck with me. I'm sorry about that, but I'll try not to screw things up. And next week, brother, keep your chin up. The good top level guests will be back. No, dude, you are, <laughs> dude. Your topic is top level, dude. It, uh, names don't mean anything. I wouldn't even say names, but you know, I, hey, I, I appreciate everybody. I love anybody coming with an interesting story to tell. So I don't care if you have one follower or a million followers. If you got something interesting to say, I want to hear it. And you, mm-hmm. my friend, are coming hard in the paint. Okay. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Jeffrey, before we get into uh, this, uh, these amazing this research you've done? Yeah, absolutely. I spent 20 years as a licensed minister. I've got a Bible college degree. I've got about 100,000 hours of Bible study under my belt. Everybody always asks, why aren't you a preacher anymore? Well, it has to do with my wife, you know, my ex. She's really more like a 2X now, but at any rate, <laughs> she, was, uh, she ran off with one of my musicians. He was playing piano for me. She was handling his organ. That kind of brought the, you know, the, the, the ministry thing to a halt, and here I am about 25 years later, kind of on the other end of the, of the spiritual spectrum, but I've been from a... I'm back at Z and going back forth. So we've been through it all, and you may not believe me, you may not uh, agree with me, but I didn't fall out of bed this morning and think this stuff up. It's been a long and winding road, and I'm just trying to bring truth and let you decide what you believe. I find it very interesting stuff you're saying because I think that that is the real battle that uh, individuals make, groups make, religions make. It is reality or what I'm dealing with versus my beliefs. And how much am I willing to bend with my beliefs to fit what I'm going through right now? There, Joe Rogan, or maybe it was, oh, it was Rogan. I'm just saying, I'm going to get in trouble for it. But, you know, he said that, you know, it's like when, 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 a, when an athlete's really Christian and it doesn't go well, like it fractures them. You know, when you, when you hear somebody say, uh, you know, it's like, oh, thank God for this, God, God's plan. And that's great. But what about the guy that just lost? It's getting carted off. Like, Where's God with that guy? And so this moment comes where it's like, what is my belief versus what I'm going through right now? And how does that, uh, how do those two match? You know, because science is always allowed to change its position. It's this weird thing because it is very much, it is very much a religion. Science is very much a religion, but it is allowed to change its stance on everything due to new research, you know? And I always found that was so interesting that that religion was never allowed to change it up based on what we've learned. What are your thoughts on that, Jeffrey? Well, I tell you, man, I've been there. I understand how the athlete feels, but it's a whole new dynamic when you're a preacher, you're a pastor, you're making your money from the church, and you find out that your wife is stooping the piano player. Then it's a whole reality really hits you in the face, and you've got to decide. I remember the moment. I was in Hawaii. I figured I'm getting left. I might as well go get left in a good place. I'm sitting in the middle of the floor. Wife's left me. My church, you got fired if if you got in a divorce. And I'm like, it's the moment of truth. And I look up to the sky, and I say, you know what? Religion has let me down, but I'm willing to take a chance that God is still real. And from that point, Sam, I laid down all my beliefs, everything I've been taught, and I went back to the beginning with the, pre- with the premise that, hey, there is something greater than me. Let me find out what it is. And that's where I am now. And I don't care what people believe. But I think people should get all the information they can to make their decision. That's what I am. I'm the mailman. I bring you the information. Some, sometimes it's bills and you hate me. Sometimes it's checks and you love me. But at the end of the day, you've got the information. The cards are on the table. You decide what you believe. Unindoctrinate yourself is my mantra. And that's really what I'm here for, uh, straight up. I, 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 ha- I think that's wonderful. I think that's a great thing. I think there's a lot, too. Uh, I, you know, somebody brought up something. It was a post somebody sent me. It's like there's spirituality and there's religion. And religion sets all these rigid rules that really the people telling you to follow sometimes are following themselves. And we see that play out not just in religion, but in politics, uh, social justice warrior stuff. We have people who are constant, like, uh, show me a male feminist. I'll show you a guy who's going to do some really awful shit to women at some point. I'm telling you right now, I see it happen all the time. When I see these guys, virtue saying about how oh, respect went, blah, blah, blah. I go, I go, that dude's a shady fuck. Okay. What's with the guys that are super anti gay. 
What do they want? Uh, yeah, the that's same the whole shit. Thing. It's like, yeah. Oh, these, yeah. Oh, yeah. Super anti-gay. It's like it always comes out in the uh, wash. That in their the, mouth. You know? <laughs> and it's just, it's it's really sad because these things, especially sexually, are they're almost put in place to be used as a tool to use against us as control. Like, you know, outside of, honestly, pedophilia and rape, okay, I mean, you know, I, I think you should be like, whatever you do with a consenting adult, go, go do. I mean, like, no, I, I don't know why God is caring about these things. I know the comment section is going to be on fire on this video <laughs> based on the first 10 minutes. But, you know, whatever you're into, you go do. The thought that God is going to be keeping score on his tablet because you're doing something weird that doesn't make more religious people of you is laughable to me. When we have, like, children soldiers shooting each other in parts of the country, we have what is slowly coming out high-end satanic pedophilia by our leaders hurting children and you're telling me he's worried about two dudes who are in love like doing so i mean it just makes no sense i mean in this world today with all the stuff that you've listed do you really christians non-christians do you really think that God is up there concerned with what you're doing with your genitals? Come on. <laughs> it just makes no sense. And when you look at all the, the sexual taboos of religion, you realize it's basically everything that doesn't create more of us. And it's just like, that is such a, a con game to me. And I have no problems yep. with people's religion, dude. I, I love everybody equally, man. You want to have a religion? Like when, when I get in trouble for yelling about the Catholic Church and Christians hit me, I go, I'm not talking about Catholicism. I am talking about... These people in the Vatican who push it. It's the people. It's not the, the dogma I have a problem with. It's the people who are, who yeah. are just abusing this, this system. That's my problem. So let's get, where do yeah. we start, Jeffrey? Where do we start? Where would you like to start? Yeah. You know, just a little aside, and we're not here to talk about this, but another reason why there's so much of this uh, dirtiness and bad, bad, bad about sex, because Sam XG, if we ever figure out how powerful sex is to manifest a better world, our dreams, our hopes, our desires in a positive way with someone we're in love with directing our intention, woo, watch out because they won't be able to keep us down any longer. So that's another reason for it. Yeah, dude, and that's a great point because the truth of the matter is once we realize we can start harnessing this incredible thing called sex for positivity and not negativity and put this dirty feeling on it that people – I mean how many times – do we see people just go through their life and then come out as gay or whatever later on in their life because they get to a point where they just don't care. But earlier they were yep. so concerned what everybody said. Imagine if we just got rid of that and we just let people Absolutely. be people, man. And it's just like as long as you don't hurt other men, women through rape or children, okay, then you do you. And we have no problems with that. Your, your sexuality should be about as important as what your workout is. Okay. I'm in the tie boxing. You like, uh, uh, I'll know kickboxing or what, you know, like everybody has their own thing and that's a tie bow. You're in the tie bow. I'm in tie bow. Yeah. Cause you like to work out in spandex. That's, oh, that's what you what are. Yeah. So, you know, everybody <laughs> has, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't define you as a person. And that's really what I just feel like is very important for us to get out. So I want to talk about your Absolutely. book, Serpents and Doves in the Garden of Eden. Tell me a little bit about it. Basically, Serpents and Doves in the Garden of Eden, of Garden of the Gods. Garden what of that the gods, tries sorry. to do is give a real, you know, I'm all about the text because the text, what the, you know, the actual original texts are, they don't care what you think. They don't care what you've been told. They don't care what you believe. They just are. And that book was an attempt to give a literal translation of how Bible creation happened and uh, talk about things that nobody knows about. Like, you know, you had David Icke, reptilians were created in the Bible before humans were created. So it was just a way to show that God came from somewhere to here and made these beings and they're all still here and it was it, that's was the main reason for that book. I love this, dude. This is what we're talking about. This is the good stuff. Where Tell me what was in the book. Let me. How long did it take you to write the book? When you started it, did you have a clear view what you wanted, and then it just kind of took you down this incredible rabbit hole, or what was that like? 
No, I'm a, I'm a little bit weird. You know, I've written 14 books, and all 14 of them were written up here before I ever sat down. I just sat down and put it down on paper. They get written up here, and they're all done. But, I mean, the thing that shocked me is I'm reading. I've read the Bible probably 150 times, I mean, front to back, the whole thing. And I'm reading, 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 and all of a sudden I'm in Genesis 1, and this is five verses before Adam and Eve get created, and it says, and God created the great whales. I'm like, something's weird about that. So I look up the word great whales, and it says majestic serpents. And then I look at this word as it's translated elsewhere in the Bible. Remember when Moses and Aaron were there with Pharaoh? They threw down their rods, and it became a serpent. Yeah. And then Pharaoh, they threw down their rods, became a serpent. Moses, a serpent, ate the Pharaoh's serpent. But everywhere in that, in that word is used in the Bible, it says serpents. And when you go back to Genesis 1.21, what happened was God created before man a race of majestic serpents, upright, intelligent, snake, reptilian people. David Icke has been right, and the Bible says he was right, five verses before they created us. And who knows how long that five what? verses was. What? It's in the book. That's incredible. That's incredible. In How come Bible. nobody ever talks about that? Because they hadn't read it 100 Well, number times. one, <laughs> most preachers are too lazy to read it and find it out. And number two, if you read that shit, you're not going to talk about it because you're going to lose your church. It's over. So I want to get into Dude, this is awesome. So let me ask you something. I want to talk about the Bible itself. What is mm -hmm. your interpretation of what the Bible represents? Do you think the Bible represents literal, ta literal stories, or are they like fables to learn lessons to live by? What, what, what is your take on what the Bible represents? Because it's, it is a lightning rod of what it represents. De depending on where you fall on the Christian thing is what you how you see it, the prison in which you see uh, the Bible. Yep. And you got to remember, I started out, I was a preacher, Every jot, every tittle, every line, the Bible is the Word of God, written, revealed to man. The whole thing is 100% true. And then I start preaching, and I start learning, whoops, and I start studying, and I get to the New Testament. And there's 26 books in the New Testament. We know when they were written. We know in which order they were written. And I look, and all of a sudden, they're completely jumbled out of order. They're completely jumbled out of order. Why would you jumble up an order of books when you know when they were written? And as I put them back into order and read them, it was clear as day because you had the followers of this guy named Jesus who were teaching this one religion, and then this dude named Paul who was teaching another religion, and the apostles of Jesus would write, and then Paul would write and say, nuh-uh. And then they would write and say, nuh-uh, and Paul would write and say, nuh-uh. And the whole thing's a Twitter war, the New Testament, between the beliefs of the apostles of Jesus and the beliefs of this new religion of the apostle Paul. And you can believe either one, but I think you got the right to know they jumbled the whole thing up. They've mixed it all up so you don't know what really happened. Can you two intelligent, educated men tell me one good reason why you would jumble up intentionally 26 books that you knew exactly when they were written and put them in an order that makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, so people can't get the real story and it's like almost like a smokescreen? Exactly, damn lootly. Oh, it's a, I call it the fear prices. and guilt control matrix. They're, I'm not even going to say it. They've been messing with us for 2,000 years. I say it's time we start messing back. I love it, dude. I love it. Because we so the Bible, I believe what Thomas Jefferson believed, and Thomas Jefferson knew a couple things about liberty. He knew a couple things about freedom. He wrote that the Bible contains some of the most high-minded words ever written by the human, and it also contains some of the most disgusting revelations ever. He said it was like diamonds amidst dung, and that's exactly <laughs> what it is. From my, you know. Well, now we almost know the name 39 of this years episode. of study, the Bible's about 95 or 6% dung. That's shit for you that don't know the word. And about 5% diamond. But the Bible, what it really is, Sam, to answer your question, right now the Bible is the game plan for how to defeat you and me. The Bible shows us what the enemy is going to do. The Bible shows us how humanity is supposed to be defeated. It shows us what they've done. It shows us the stupid mistakes we've made. And if we will just read it with that, uh, point of view, we can find out what the enemy's going to do, and we can kick their ass all the way up and down the court, brothers. So, as I look 
as the title of your book, okay, The Garden of God, final message of the last apostle and the apostle Paul Antichrist. There's a word Antichrist. What are you trying to say to us right now? Antichrist gets this, you know, like this scary horror movie connotation, you know, and we got who was the Antichrist? Was it Reagan? Was it Obama? Is it Bush? Is it Trump? (laughs) But the word Antichrist just means against the anointed. And the reason why I wrote the book Apostle Paul Antichrist is because Apostle Paul was the first guy to launch a religion against the anointed. He made up his own religion, his own doctrines, and he launched it against the religion that Jesus and the apostles brought. And for 2,000 years, he's been winning, but things are changing now that people realize, oh, Oh. Paul made this stuff up, or the guy that I call Jesus made this stuff up. Who am I going to go with? It's up to you, cousins, but it's starting to turn. Oh, man, that's interesting, right? What is up is really down. Have you seen his other book? What? Final Message of the Last Apostle, Alien Agenda in the New Testament. Dude, we're going to get into that. This guy loves jumping stuff. We're going to get into (laughs) it, dude. This is Buggy. She showed it to me. It's good, dude. So talk to me about Christian Whistleblower. That's a great question. In fact, uh, somebody went on a, a national radio show and said I was the Edward Snowden of the New Testament. I was a traitor because I was a minister, and now I'm speaking out against it. And they they call me a Christian whistleblower. And I thought, you know what? I like that because what is a Christian whistleblower? What was Edward Snowden? He worked for the NSA or the CIA or whoever. He was an insider, and he saw what was going on, and he told the people about bad things that were going on. That's what I do. I was an insider. I was a preacher for 20 years. I was an evangelist going from church to church to church. I was making six figures. I was pretty good at it. And I began to see cracks in the foundation of big-time religion. I saw that we weren't really there to set anybody free. We were there to keep them in a fear and guilt control matrix so they'd come back next week and keep paying their money. So a Christian whistleblower says, look, I've been inside. It's rigged. I've been behind the curtain. There is no man behind the curtain. It's a bunch of crap. And you deserve to know that's what a Christian whistleblower is. Wow, dude. That's insanity, man. I see it all the time. We see it. with You know, like, I- I've been talking this truth for years now, right? And I scare people in this town. In particular, when I tell them there is a giant pedophile ring in the Hollywood. It is a power structure. And I don't like saying it. I don't know why people think I get off on saying it. It's not something I enjoy saying. Because there's implications that people I know might be involved. And I do not enjoy that. But the truth is the truth. And it's never easy, man. When you have your own mother, who I love with all my heart, (laughs) going, what are you doing with this conspiracy stuff? When your own girlfriend hymns and haws, when you're when you're when your soundboard guy takes off his <laughs> fucking earplugs because he doesn't want to listen anymore because he thinks I'm yelling because I've been hitting him with the truth so much he gets you know it's not easy to do I don't know why people think we get off on this I know it's very punk rock but it's also could be very lonely man and for the sit there and people I, don't get it Sam people don't get it I mean I've had. I got about 40,000 followers on YouTube. I love every one of them. But I had a guy with $50 million sit me down and say, look, Jeff, I will give you my tithes. Tithe is 10%. So do the math. 10% of 50 million, that's a lot of millions. I will give you that if you will just back off a little bit. If you'll just allow people, don't say the things you say about Paul. Don't say the things you say about the Bible. Just let people believe what they want to believe. Be softer. Be kinder. Be gentler. Don't be so out there. And I'm telling you what, guys, I thought about it. I pondered it. And I sat down and even made a couple videos that were nicer and gentler. But I couldn't look at my damn self in the mirror. I couldn't shave my face in the morning. And I I know I walked away from a lot of zeros, but I don't want to be a damn zero. I'm trying to be a hero, (laughs) not a zero. I don't care how many you put on the check. I ain't taking it. Couldn't agree more, dude. Could not agree more. More, dude. It's like, what do you do, that decision? Well, I won't answer that. Well, you know what, Jeffrey? (laughs) At the end of the day, when you take your last breath, when I take my last breath, I don't care how many millions you got, you can't take it with you. And at the end of the day, 
you know, whoever judges you, whether it's the God or the archons or whatever weird f- person made this, 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 uh, simulation, whatever it is, man, you know, at the end of the day, did you do right? Did you try to make the world a better place? Did you help those who yeah. couldn't help themselves? That, that's the only thing that matters. I know people who got everything they ever wanted and they're miserable people. Money does not make you happier. What Notorious B.I.G. said, more money, more problems. And it's just the <laughs> truth, the man. Truth. Nobody goes, man, I'm just got everybody coming at me because I can't. I'm doing all this charity work and all the, you know, charities just driving me. Everyone wants a piece of my charity. No, dude. Everybody's like, dude, thank you for helping, man. Little things, dude, make yep. go a long way. And sometimes, you know, what's interesting, dude, is like the you know, in reality, you don't want to be the trailblazer. You want to be the guy behind the trailblazer because the trailblazer takes all the arrows, right? But you know what? The trailblazer is the one who's doing it for the love and is always the one who gets remembered because he's the one who laid it all the line. And, and there's people who die broke that get remembered as heroes yep. because they laid everything on the line. And that's what you got to do, dude. And, you know, even when you know, it's, it's not It's popular. not politically correct, but the cowboys take all the arrows, brother. Yep, right? It's the truth, man. And, it's and at like, the end of the day, we're just three guys trying to change the world, and that's all we want to do. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's little bit, little bit, little bit, popping minds here, popping mm-hmm. minds there, and that's really what we're doing, and that's what you're doing because I feel like this is very important to save re- spirituality. It's very important. If you go to me, man, there's this guy, he's got this thing, and if you touch yourself, you go to hell – or you got this dude who's he's really cool and he's got this other guy trying to talk shit and there's aliens and there's reptilians and I'm like, dude, I want to hear what's behind <laughs> door number two. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you're gonna get a lot more flies with sugar than you do with vinegar. And this is sugar to me, man. This is all sugar. And you know what? If people don't realize that you're just trying to tell them what's really going on so that they put their energy into, into the truth, then you can't save them, man. You can't save those who don't want to yeah. be saved. Sometimes sl- l- sheep got to be slaughtered, Doc. But you save the ones who want to be saved, those who ask for the knowledge. You save them. So let's get into this. What are the origins of Jesus, UFOs? E- what is it? Talk to me. Well, you know, John, the Apostle John, not many people realize this, he wrote, the last, what's really the last will and testament of the apostolic era. He wrote about 30 years after Paul was finished writing. He wrote 40 years after all the other apostles were finished writing. It's 100 AD. He's never written a word, and he's about to die. He's old as shit. So he says, I got to write this down because I'm going to be dead, and ain't nobody else that saw everything that went on. So he writes down what he thinks was the most important stuff for everybody to know, and that's what that book, The Final Message of the Last Apostle, was about, was John writing down all this important stuff. He shows us that Paul was teaching a different religion. He tells us that a lot of the things we think about Jesus aren't real, and it doesn't matter, because Jesus himself said, I don't care when you think I was born, where you think I died, whether you think I rose again or not, everything about my life, my body doesn't matter. It's the words which are spirituality. It's the words which are truth. It's the message. doesn't matter if Jesus even existed. There's a message that does exist, and it can still change people's lives and can still change the world today. But John wrote that, and he also showed us that for some weird reason, and we can talk about the reason, and all the great events of Jesus' life, his birth, his death, his resurrection, it is surrounded, it is filled with UFO, ET, alien imagery is second what? coming all ufo et alien imagery it's all right there what? and you got to say why but i'm telling you it's there and it's in the text no bible code no decoder ring is right there in the text dude break it down for us where can we find where within the bible or these holy books does this stay because we've done stuff on hinduism and there is a yep. lot a lot of References to aliens, spacecrafts, yep. nuclear war, all sorts of yep. stuff. Uh, you know, the whole theory. Dude, the more and more I study quote-unquote conspiracies, and the more and more, you know, everybody thinks there's, oh, there's this conspiracy, and there's that conspiracy, and then there's this conspiracy. Uh-uh. They're all one part of a big conspiracy, and it's not separate. Yep. They're just pieces of a jigsaw puzzle, which probably all equal to one giant alien. Just one mm. big alien? No, or like something. No, no, but like just. Yeah, just some alien shit. Like, 
More and more I think about it, dude. More and more I think about it. So where are these? And you know, you hit on something big, Sam, because you're talking about the the Hebrew text, you know, the Vedic text, the Sumerian text. There's a lot of different texts out there, and the Bible is one of the newest of them. And if I was being um, polite, I would say the Bible borrowed heavily from the text that were before it. If I was being real, I'd say they plagiarized the shit out of that stuff. So the Bible really is has jacked all these stories from all these other places and put them all together. So that's why you see a lot of this UFO ET stuff. I'll try to break it down as, as easily as, as possible. What you have to do if you want to see this, you have to go to a place, and I don't get paid by these guys. If they knew I were using them, they'd probably cut off my access. Something like BibleHub.com, where you can see the English and the original Greek or the original Hebrew, and then it puts what it says in just plain English. So and when Bible you do that, Hub. you see that you know, we read in the New Testament, Mary was told that the Holy Spirit would come over her, and she would be impregnated and have um, some have something in the Lord from the Lord in her womb. Sounds kind of cool and holy. If you break it down in the original Greek, what it says, and this is literal, Mary, you will be attacked. Your womb will be seized, and you will be paralyzed by a superior power who will deposit something in your womb. What? And she's 12. What? Yeah. Damn, so that's how sh- that happened? What? That's exactly what the text says, my brother. And it's so funny because the greatest moment in tinfoil hat history just happened, and Aaron wasn't even listening, dude. Dude, (laughs) Aaron, Aaron, did you just hear what happened? The Greek text says them. So basically, like, it's on Bible Hub, which is the Christian version of Pornhub, okay? (laughs) And it's basically said that aliens knocked up the Virgin Mary. The Virgin Mary. Okay. But get at this part. You know, you're just talking about pedophilia. The God, the Father God of the Bible, is banging a 12-year-old girl. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my But wait. God. There's more. Remember but the wait, shepherds in the more. field and the light is shining down on them, the stars? You know what it says in the Greek? They were encased in blinding columns of light and were immobilized. Like like in the X-Files. woo Oh, Dude, it's in the book. This is in the Bible? This is in the Bible. Oh, Have you seen the art? And that's just the birth. We haven't got to the resurre- the crucifixion oh, oh, and the dude. resurrection, the second coming yet. Dude, I mean, we can't just move on from that. This is, like, <laughs> insane. This is this is incredible. And I, I, I guess I can get why the powers that be, and I'm going to – I think it's the Jesuits who – Actually, are uh, black nobility. Oh, you just launched a bromance right there with that comment. <laughs> You're so right on, man. I mean, like, dude, I fight all the time on this show that people like get really mad at me because they're like, "Why don't you just say Jews run everything?" I go, "Because I don't believe that, and I really do Neither. believe it's a long con game done by black nobility and Jesuits to get you." Dude, to believe- you don't know how right you do know how right you are. There's so few people that get this. You get it, man. You get it. I do. get Get it. I do get it. Thank you. This is just me and you just <laughs> looking at each other, eye to eye, jerking each other off. And I fucking love this, dude, because it's just. Dude, and truth. I got to tell you, since we're on the subject, the Jesuits, you know, all this thing about the end times, the rapture, the tribulation, building a new temple, the second coming. Nobody ever dreamed of that. All of the Luther, Knox, all of the great Christian teachers all believed that the book of Revelation was written about history. Along comes the mid-1500s, and guess who? The Jesuits start this thing called the Counter-Reformation. They invent the idea of the rapture. They invent the idea of the tribulation period. They invent the idea of a third temple being built. They invent the idea of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And now you got Protestants whose fathers died fighting this message, preaching this message. Dude, and you don't, dude, that's huge because it is my theory that is the Israel is not about religion that they cloak this in religion so that people fight blindly for it right but really it's all about a land bridge that allows this area to control all the trade from Asia and Africa into uh, Europe 
But it's, it's said that this is about the rapture and the end of days and the return of the Messiah. And if all that is true, that just confirms more of what I said, which is this is all about business. And these people at the top just want to control the flow of goods. And they've used religion to control us to get these people to slaughter each other. And it's like... It's all about the money. Look at that XG. I got him on his feet. Yeah, oh. dude. Dude, that's some crazy stuff, so, man. So that wasn't brought up till the 1500s? Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't brought up. It wasn't written down yet. Yeah. It, it was invented it in the 1500s. Nobody heard of it before. It was like XG. Nobody called you XG <laughs> before that. It wasn't brought up. I, brought, I made it. Oh, wow. So I, I thought that was that written for the That kind of makes you start. the Jesuit, thought, but we'll look past yeah, that. I'm the Jesuit of Je- XG over there, dude. <laughs> I'm like the dark. I'm the black pope of this show. But the Shit. point is, is that... There is this group of people at the highest levels that have controlled yep. and have manipulated this religion. And what I think, and we're, it's going to be a firestorm <laughs> in the comments section, but I'm okay with that because what we're saying is your religion isn't, we're not saying your religion isn't real. We're just saying that very powerful forces have manipulated what you're learning so you feel powerless. Yep. Instead, It's a fear and guilt control matrix. You should realize that this is a wonderful, wonderful place we live in, and there's so yes. much more going on, and that your beliefs are empowering, not controlling. And nobody's saying your, your religion isn't real or we don't respect it. We're just saying you just got to look at it the same thing from a different angle and just realize it's wonderful. Yep, I'm 100% with you. That's incredible. Okay, so we talked about Mary. This is not, by the way, this this is going to be in my act. I mean, this is incredible. It is so much cooler religion when you think. I mean, let's uh, FYI, nobody wants to knock up twelve year olds. We're we're against that. <laughs> Obviously, there was yes. a time where you know people didn't live that long. I'm not saying it's right at all. I'm mm-hmm. saying, but. The thoughts that aliens were like running a train on somebody and we had, you know, a very special person came out of that to me is extraordinary. And it's not. It, it really is. I it mean, really is. Do you want to move on to the crucifixion? Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on to the crucifixion. Wow, dude, that is. Okay, incredible. so we're on the crucifixion. We're at the crucifixion, right? Yeah. Jesus is on the cross. And if you remember, he said, um, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? And before he said that, it had gotten dark over Jerusalem. And we've always been taught that, you know, the sun went down or it, it got unnaturally dark. But if you read it in the Greek, it says, a object blocked out the sun and cast a shadow over Jerusalem. Okay? And it was there for three hours. And then it said, when the shadow went away... So there's something that caused a shout, and it went away. And when it went away, Jesus looked at that thing, and literally he said, why are you going and leaving me here? <laughs> so if there's something, what's big enough to cast a shadow of the sun over a whole city? What is something that when Jesus saw it leave, he thought it was take, going away without him? And there's more. When it leaves, it causes an earthquake. It's exhaust when it leaves causes an earthquake. The Death Star. That's a damn mothership yeah, is what it dude. was. Starship Enterprise. I mean, we're talking straight up alien stuff. That's it's incredible. straight up alien stuff. That's straight up alien stuff. Incredible, dude. That is incredible. Well, there's a picture right here where it shows where he's... Dude, And there's yeah. like little... Like aliens or spaceships in a painting. And by the way, what does that look like? Do you remember when Tesla did SpaceX and people freaked out in the sky because they saw something going? What did it look like? Exactly like that. Like plasma. It looked all fucking weird. It looked like a sperm almost, right? (laughs) But it looked like something like that. But it looked like that. And then they found all these pictures and drawings of that reference through history and we've seen it over in spacex like yeah we 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 did that you're like ah and they couldn't alert us still amber alert us but they couldn't alert us because everyone's freaking out everyone's getting out the car They're like yeah. what the fuck is that and then on top of that when they did the big launch that everybody's 
watching when they launched a car that they did no treatment on into space that just went into space and was perfectly fine. We didn't see that thing. We did not see that same mysterious glowing thing that Tesla tried to convince us they had done. We didn't see it again. Ooh, good one. Good one. And also to add to the crucifixion, um, in Catholic thought, I think it's one of the visions of Fatima, at the crucifixion it said that the sun came down and blinded the people that were there at the crucifixion. Now we know from science that the sun is you know, out there, and I mean even people that don't believe it's that far away don't believe it could actually come into the Earth's atmosphere. But if a metallic craft came down low and, and the, the, the sun reflected off of it and blinded everybody, that makes perfect sense. It does, man. It does. It does, dude. And I got to give kudos to George Norrie for that one. He's the one that put me onto that. I think that's so interesting, man. So let's get into some more references about the... Do you have any more references about reptilian gods? <sighs> you really want to go here? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm dude, all Dude, what if I that. told you that the God of the Bible, the one they call the Lord was a freaking dragon, according to the Bible. Well, you know what, man? Uh, we're all about serpent versus eagle, and always, everyone's always like, well, why is it a serpent, snake is a grass? And there's this whole theory that the serpent is like the cocoon uh, version, and that when it explodes to where it is, which is higher knowledge, it is a dragon. And the dragon Ooh, is dragon versus eagle. And that's where it's from. So the dragon is this higher power. And it would be very interesting that if that is true, and what you're saying is, and I have no reason not to believe it, but yep. once again, we see the demonization of something to that it is negative and scary. A dragon shoots fire, eats everybody, versus what may it, may it really be, which is a higher form of entity being, or possibly, yep. from what you're saying, God. Yeah. Let me give you a Cliff Notes version of this from the text. Genesis 1-1, the gods create the heavens and the earth. And by the way, that, that word God, God created the heavens and the earth, the word means gods and goddesses, male and female, more than one. So that's enough to blow people's minds. But the gods create the heavens and the earth. Jeremiah said it was beautiful, it was perfect, there were cities, there were people, there were birds, there were plants. And then all of a sudden, Genesis 1-2 says that the earth was without form and void. Well, then somebody's wrong. Jeremiah said it was pretty. They say it was out form and void. The word was, every other place in the, tra the Bible is translated became. So the world was created perfect, great, nice, and it became without form and void. Why, Jeremiah, did it become without form and void? You go back to Jeremiah and he says, I saw the cities destroyed. I saw the fruitful place laid to waste. I saw the men destroyed. At the appearance of the Lord, who's the God of the Bible, and his fiery wrath blown through his nostrils. Oh, man. Now, was he a dragon, literally, or was it a guy trying to explain his spaceship coming back and blasting the hell out of everything with phasers and weaponry that is beyond his comprehension? Oh, my God. Who knows? What do you think? You think it was a I used to think for a while that he was a dragon, but now I'm more on along the lines of it was a, a, a guy... 2,000 years ago trying to explain something that he had no reference for, and it was a spaceship blasting out you know, lasers and fiery things that he could only relate to as fire, and it destroyed a perfect earth. Oh, my God. And that's in the text. It's in the text. And Revelation, when he comes back, all of that thing in Revelation 19, it shows it is like the Starship Enterprise. It shows a ship with a command deck. It shows a ship with military markings. It shows a ship with uh, comm systems in it. And it shows a ship shooting things at the Earth and destroying the world. And it shows a god. He's coming back with a garment uh, dipped in blood, in a name that no one knows but he himself, literally says, dude is coming back. Stained with blood of people he slaughtered, and he's hiding his name so we won't know who he is because he's pretending to be somebody else. That's the God you're all looking for, and it ain't the Jesus that you're thinking about. It's somebody that's trying to sell you a bill of goods. Well, the Aztecs saw it the same way. Their serpent 
they think it was a spaceship as well, but they don't, like he said, they don't know how to explain it. So when you see something, you just say it's a flying bird because yeah. you don't know what the fuck yeah, a plane a is. Yeah, feathered serpent, like yeah, the Quetzal separate, Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. He was oh. the same thing. He was known to be like a god that was like a serpent dragon, but we think that they just didn't know how to explain the fucking plane. Yeah. That yeah. destroyed fucking shit. Like when, they, when, when natives saw boats for the first time, they didn't know what they were looking at. They exactly. Like, I mean, how else would you explain like a, a cylindrical thing in the sky that's shooting out fire? It's a, it's a dragon. It's a snake. Of course it is. Holy cow. Holy cow. So do you realize in I don't know how many minutes it's been, but we've completely destroyed the entire Christian paradigm and hopefully have caused some people to say, holy shit, everything is in smoke. What do I do now? Think for yourself. Study for yourself. Decide for yourself. Maybe I'm crazy as hell and don't know what I'm talking about, but you'll never know until you do a little bit of studying for yourself. But be careful because you just might learn something. Yeah, and you might just not be able to go back. I mean, it's like Eddie Bravo says, very few. Maybe I think one person I know of is ever was in conspiracy and then stopped being in conspiracies. And when they usually Ooh, stop I've being, never known it. Uh, I'm not going to say names, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, the, I, and I don't believe they actually don't believe in conspiracies. I believe th- that, you know, business decisions are being made. Yep. And I'm fine with that because art is the only yeah. thing where if you make a good business decision, you're a sellout. And I don't, I, I don't like that. I, some people have to make good business decisions. And some people are like me. I just like, sometimes I just like to see the world burn, you know, and I just want to <laughs> set everything Kaiser Soze style and then just burn the whole village and you know roast some s'mores that's kind of who i am uh yep. but i dude i love this i this is dude i would be in church every day if someone was like this is what we're gonna learn about dude pastor tom's talking about reptilians again i'd be like dude i love when pastor <laughs> tom talks reptilians and i would go there every day and i would lo- i don't i this is systematically done to get people to not Pay attention that there's something bigger going on. Absolutely. It's to keep us under this fear and guilt control matrix, keep us in Stockholm syndrome, keep us from asking questions, keep us just doing what they tell us to do and barely surviving instead of living our damn dreams and being who we are. You're better than this nine to five you're in. You're better than this crap that you're taking. Rise up and find out who you are and go be it. I fucking Love it, dude. Uh, let's talk. Let's get into a little exorcism, dude. Talk <laughs> oh. to me about exorcism. Well, I've only been doing exorcisms for about 38 and a half years. Whoa, so, hold on. <laughs> You've done exorcisms? Dude, I was a Pentecostal evangelist. You've got to be able to take an offering. You've got to be able to get people speaking in tongues. And you've got to be able to cast out some devils. Or you can't be an evangelist. It was what I did for a living, bro. I had to do it. It's fucking crazy. So are you telling me demonic possession is for real, or was this a WWF show? Um, yes and no. Okay, get to it. It is for real. Most of us don't really understand what's going on, but I was, I was 100% believing that I was helping people out. And these people were 100% believing they needed help. And we would fight for 45 minutes, a half an hour, 45 minutes, and the demons would leave, and everybody was really happy. But I don't think it really was all of that. There are – most of the time – and this is going to sound weird – most of the time, you know, we're all about – the law of attraction, right? When we're trying to get a million dollars or we're trying to get a great girlfriend. But we forget about the law of attraction when we're saying, fuck you and kiss my ass because those things go out too. And they gather energy around them because like attracts like. And then it's like a salmon swimming upstream. It's got to come back to home. So most of the thing that you think is a demon is just some bad energy that you launched a while ago coming back. And it's your job to reintegrate that stuff into yourself. And it has already gained a life of its own. It doesn't want to come back. So you, it tries to scare you and it knows how to push your buttons. So most of the stuff that you think is a demon is nothing but your own salmon coming back to roost. So just... Fill it with positivity, accept it, fade it back, and phase it back into regular modulation. Every now and then you do get a real demon, a real malevolent spirit, and need some help with that one. Did that make any sense at all? It does. Let, let me ask you about this malevolent spirit. You, What are spirits? Do they exist? I've always had this theory that you know, I believe in ghosts. I've seen ghosts mm-hmm. with my own eyes. I would never lie to anybody. I have yep. seen things with my own eyes 
eyes. And have you seen all- Shadow Men, Sam? I've seen. Uh, I dude, I tell people this all the time. I was at the Comedy Store. This is before it was popping. There, Jeffrey Ross was sitting in the main room. He was working on one of the roasts coming up, and I had a big show that uh, in the following week. So I'd gone through and I saw the writers. It was like Sarah Tiana, Tony Hinchcliffe, and a bunch of people there sitting there. And I go into the lobby of the main room, and it's super bright. I want to put up my posters, but I don't have any tape i only have thumbtacks i gotta get tape they didn't have any tapes so i have to i have to actually it was thumbtacks i only had tape i need thumbtacks so i go okay i'm gonna walk down the street uh to the uh the 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 pink dot and grab some uh uh some thumbtacks so i walk down the street uh i come back it's about 10 minutes later i come back uh they're still writing in there i come back but now the lobby is completely black and I'm like, I go to them, did you guys turn off the lobby? Someone come through? They go, we haven't seen anybody come through. I go, okay. So I go in and the weirdest thing I've ever saw, it was this bright, bright white light. It was all black. The room was all dark except for the whitest of white light. The, the, I couldn't find where the light source was because the only light that was coming in was this way down the hall from the, the door that's the glass at the front door of the comedy store. And it's impossible for that light to have gotten there. It would have to yeah. go bing, 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 bing all the way up. I'm like, where's this light? So I'm staring at this light and out of nowhere, I just see this black image just whoo, right in front of the light. And I, I book, dude. <laughs> I I'm like damn, and I I ran off yeah. on that. Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. So I, I've seen stuff like that. Is that a demon? Is that a disembodied, you know, human spirit? Is that some type of a demonic creature from another realm? Is it extraterrestrial in nature? I don't know. It's something that isn't part of this world. It's not something that we see regularly in this world. Is it something phasing from another dimension in and out? I don't know exactly what they are, but every now and then. They get attached to people, and I learned a big lesson. Uh, first time I was ever cast out a demon on my own, I'm the song leader at this church. They send me out at 3 o'clock in the morning. I walk in, what? and this lady's possessed, and she looks up at me and says, Oh, they sent the song leader. I'm like, Oh, shit, I'm in trouble. So I walk over to her, and I start casting out this demon. Cast, she's laying on these, these – the lady was laying on these grates and getting cooked, so we had to get her to stop doing that. Oh. And I worked on her for about 45 minutes. The demon leaves her, and she goes, Where's my friend? So I learned the lesson right there. Some people don't want to get rid of their demons, so you got to ask people first because it can bring back seven more worse than it, and you leave the people more worse off. But there are really? times where you have to go to work and you have to get them delivered, and I found this out. If you've got the power and the intention, it can be the name of Jesus, the name of Mickey Mouse, uh, <laughs> the name of Sam Tripoli. Bam. they got to go. they got to leave. you just got to take authority over them. And if I do an exorcism now, it takes five minutes max, and it's over. Dude, do you ever do any in L- in like Southern California? I've done some in. I lived in Dana Point for about eighteen months, and we I did a, several down in Dana Point. Oh, if you ever come out here and do one, please let me know. I got to see absolutely. This. I will show up in a hazmat suit so that demon doesn't jump at me. But <laughs> I would love yeah. to go and watch. And how do you how do people get demons? Because like I always thought it was through like the Ouija board or that. That Mexican shit, where how do you, yeah, how do you, do they just come at you? Yeah. Is it because you're weak-minded? Remember, most of the time when or, people think it's a demon, it's not. It's just their own shit coming back to them. But to to get real demons, you can actually get real demons if that's you know real. I call them unbalanced entities. You can get them through you know hanging out in places you shouldn't be hanging out. You know, touching stuff you shouldn't be hanging out. You shouldn't be touching. Doing type of spiritual activity you shouldn't be doing. We don't really know what you're doing. You can pick up cooties that way, and they can get on you and manifest you and sometimes do they just think you look good and they just decide they want to have a little ride and get a little energy from you well are you telling me more hot chicks get possessed <laughs> dude i am telling you 100 percent true there's this thing called shadow man and it looks just like it says it looks like a shadow you can't see through it but it's the outside of a man and they usually look like ufc guys they're big and i'm telling you <laughs> they go after hot chicks so often and i mean i don't know I haven't dated a hot chick in a long time that didn't have a shadow man around her. Really? I'm telling you the truth. Hot chicks are crazy, though. They are crazy. That's and that's part of it, that drama. <laughs> I know. The I hotness know. and the drama. Uh, what? That's they- what draws them, man, that hotness and that drama. Dude, I got, I'll, 
don't know how much time we left, but I got dumped for a shadow man. What? I'm in this what? girl's house. It's three o'clock <laughs> in the morning. I wake up. You know, we've been studying the Bible all night long. That's why I was there overnight, right? But I look at the door, and there's this shadow man. And usually man. they're aggressive, but he's just sitting back kind of chilling. He's kind of punking me a little bit, and I thought, oh, I know what he wants. He wants me to cast him out because it's not my house, and he'll go back and get seven more worse and come back, and this chick will be even worse off. So I just let him sit there, let him chill, went back to sleep. And the next day I said, hey, baby, you got a shadow man. we got to get rid of him. She goes, oh, no, I like that shadow man. He protects me. I'm like, no, you don't understand. That's a demon. She goes, no, 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 the shadow man's staying. I'm like, baby, it's a shadow man or me. She goes, well, I'll help you pack your shit. Black guy named Tyrone. That was the greatest country music song ever, okay? Shadow Man. And that's a true damn story. As I sit here on the life of my kids, that's true as it can be. Oh, my God. Dump for a shadow man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's get into the final thing because we're wrapping up here. Um, Artificial intelligence in the Bible, is it there? I'm telling you – Remarkably, the prophet Daniel, three, four thousand years ago, wrote a beautiful prediction of not only the Mandela effect, which we don't even get into that, but he also wrote a prediction of artificial intelligence. From the from he talked about the the central routers, he talked about the you know the distribution nodes, he talked about the internet, he talked about the end uses, and it would attempt to take over humanity and attempt to control humanity. But at the end of the day, people like the three of us and all of your great audience, people rise up that want to be free, that want to be sovereign, and they smash that thing and it falls. So we will not be overrun and we will not be controlled by AI, but we will have to stand up and fight. That's Daniel's statue with the golden head, the the silver arms, the 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 uh, brass chest and then the, the legs that talks about that. I got a book about that too, but Hold it's saying that one more time because that's where I've heard this before, but I, yeah. I, I never put the two AI in that together. Explain that to us one more time. Daniel is talking about in order to prevent people from getting more knowledge and becoming divine, sovereign, free, becoming ascended, whatever you woke, whatever you want to say Dude, that AI. Huge. What? That's huge. What you're saying right now. Yeah that AI would try to create a system that would suck us away from that, would distract us away from that. You know, have us walking down the street with these things all day long. Have us, you know, playing video games instead of going out and walking on the grass. And it said that if we give into it, it will actually take us down and we will become nothing more than uh, transhuman beings, really. But if we stand up and if we fight it, we will win and we will defeat it. Is transhumanism satanic how do you define satanic transhumanism is against the best interests of humanity it is to change us from a divine sovereign free organic being into an automaton robot controlled by somebody else's will so if that's satanic then i'm saying yes and i can't think of anything more satanic than that and it's also about cheating death that is a part of life right the cycle of life is but cheating. sam why do you want to oh Dude, I wish we had more time, but, but basically here's what Christianity does. You come down to the altar, an altar, you, you, you ask for the blood of Jesus to cover you, you give your soul away, and he possesses you. Jesus comes into your heart, and he gives you the deal that he will quicken your mortal body. He didn't give you a mortal life, just this body coming back to life again and again and again. You're locked out of immortality. You're locked out of going to the next step. That's the deal you took when you went down to the cross, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Think it over. And think about this, dude. What are we talking about with this uh, satanic, Satan, uh, Saturn worship, black cube, uh, child sacrifice? What do you do? They eat and the flesh and they drink the blood. Oh, what, what do Catholics you do at do? church? You eat Dude, the- where else do you eat somebody's flesh, drink their blood? They get tortured on a, on a stake. Their dad kills them. I don't know, did Jesus commit suicide or did the father kill him? I'm not really clear on that. But either way, it's a bad news show. And by the way, fold up a cross and you got a cube. You know. Yes, that. dude. Yes. Yes. Black cube. Are you into all uh, that whole thing about the Absolutely, the, brother. The power it's it's part of the deal. Dude. Dude. Final question as we wrap it up. Final question. Earth is flat. Earth is round. This one's for Eddie Bravo. This one's for Eddie Bravo. You know what? The answer might be yes and no. I've been up. I was in the Air Force. I've been up in an F-15 uh, uh, in the back seat. I think I saw a curvature. That could have been the canopy. 
at the end of the day, it don't matter. Live right, whatever the shape is, you'll go to the next place. I don't think it's flat, though. Uh, could it be an assimilation? Uh, um, uh, super yeah. quantum physics computer program or something. Could this yeah. be a holodeck? But doesn't the Bible say but it's Eddie flat? But Eddie Bravo's welcome at my table anytime, whether he thinks it's flat, round, or upside down. I'm down with that. We can have unity amidst diversity, and let's yes. get this thing done. And that's a big thing in the conspiracy world, is stop getting mad when people don't see it exactly the same way that you do. Okay? Yep. Flat or not, Eddie Bravo is my best friend. I'd die for the dude. I love him to death. You want to believe it's flat? It's flat. You want to believe it's round? It's round. I honestly, I don't know anymore. I'm always taking in information. I think when I take my last breath, I'll be like, <gasps> I think it's flat. <laughs> and just go out Sam, on that. Sam, smart people allow for more than one decision in their mind. It's called mental elasticity. It makes you smarter. It makes you broader minded. Keep the possibility of both alive in your mind. You'll be smarter. You'll be a better person. Jeffrey, so is it diamonds amongst dung? Is that what you were referring to earlier? Diamonds amongst dung. Okay, so we could have Shadow Man as the title or Diamonds amongst dung. What would you like? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You'll have to make the call on that one. You're the professional. I'm just the, the hired hand, man. Jeffrey, I'm going to tell you something, dude. I'm going to tell you something. You came in here going, oh, I'm not big name and all that stuff. This is by far... One of my favorite episodes I've done. It is exactly what this show's meant to be. Like, hey, dude, there's so much more in the world than what you think it is. These are what's out there. Take what you like. Leave what you don't. But this discussion to me is is so important. And if I was a Christian listening to this, I would love this because... This is some sci-fi cool shit that I could go, oh, yeah, well, this is what I believe, and there's aliens, all this, and it's so much more interesting to me. I could sit down and talk to you for hours about this stuff. Anytime you want to come back, you got some more stuff you want to drop on us, you have an open door to the show. This is what Tinfoil Hat's all about, these wonderful topics and these wonderful discussions, and you, my friend, are G amongst Gs, my friend. So I appreciate you coming on. One more time, Jeffrey, pitch, uh, uh, let them know where they can find you. You can find all of my blasphemies, all of my heresies, <laughs> one-stop shop, The Christian Whistleblower. Go to YouTube, type in The Christian Whistleblower. It's all over the place, more than you ever want to know. Gentlemen, much love, XG, much appreciation, Sam, Thank honor, you. privilege. I can't wait to be back with you Let's again. Let's do it again soon, homeboy, for sure. Happy wealthy times my friend take care love yourself and i'll see everybody soon thanks everybody for tuning in we'll do it again soon take care